Pretty even eventful before it even started. It did. Why don't you tell? Why don't you tell? Why, why don't you tell them? Because you did it. Okay. You my phone. <laughs> so I was trying to hook up because we're recording on Kieran's phone because the microphone I ordered is trash. And we were trying to, okay, well, I was trying to put on that, that little thing that's supposed to help, like, the sound not shoot up when you're talking to it. And I, I cracked Kieran's phone. Her brand new phone. It is what it is. <laughs> it is what it is. So, that'll be a quick $200 pick. <laughs> Don't care. Not that bad. Much. Not bad. Just something light, you know. Something slight. That's what it's called. Okay, so introductions is, is our first episode, so I feel like introductions are in order. So I'm Anna Marie, if you guys did not know this yet. I'm twenty two. I've had a pretty hard life, but I'm rocking with it. I'm a very I'd say skater alternative type with a different mix of personality in there. I'm a whirlwind of fun. Whirlwind. Whirlwind of fun. I like that. Tattoos are my hobby. My dog is disabled. Go. My dog? <laughs> tattoos? Fun. Dog? Disabled. Um, nah, um, deep down, I have so much potential. <laughs> <laughs> I have potential to not be who I am. No. Okay, so basically Anna Marie's thing, if we're getting real with it, she's the friend you've always wanted, but you're never going to get. <laughs> no, she, She'll always be there for you, even though you want to punch her in the face half the time. She does not like it when you smother her with your body. Okay, yeah, I don't like it when you try and kill me. I don't like that. You're right. Pushed me hey, to the limit. My name is Kieran. Oh, God. My name is Kieran. I let's start out with this. I'm twenty one. I go to App State studying to be a teacher, a gym teacher, in fact. I want to be able to coach basketball. Why do I want to be able to coach basketball? Because I just do. There's nothing I, else to do with life. <laughs> there's nothing else better. I I I um am engaged to this guy named Hunter. My wedding's next year. You're all invited. No. Um, I live in my grandma's basement. Funny, we both live in our grandma's what? basement. What? I didn't even oh think about God. that. That's why it's named my grandma's basement. Oh my gosh, I didn't even okay. think about that. Um, you know how cool we are? We both are 20 <laughs> and live in our grandma's basement. We're the coolest. <laughs> the coolest. You know, in high school, that was like cool. Bro, like, when, you, when you moved I out lived, and then your grandma's basement. Yes. Oh, you're you're like 20 when, when and I was, your grandma's When I was 16 and moved out of my house to live here, everyone... You remember, bro. I was you the... You pulled. I, yeah. I was <laughs> the the ish. I'm going to bring that back because you can't say nothing else. I was the crap. <laughs> Everybody came over and hung out. Like, I didn't have any rules. I did have rules. Did I follow them? No, yeah. because I lived in my grandma's basement. Um, Story for another time. So now that we've pretty much, I feel like, got introductions out of the way, the voice you're hearing now is Anna Marie. I was yeah, pretending we, like Kieran. We were introducing each other, if you guys like. And that's Kieran. Yeah, we're currently in Grandma's basement. Oh, well. Things, things really come full circle, huh? It's crazy. It's crazy. It's okay. crazy. Okay. I her she was doing today, and she offered me a cookie. I was like... So you're doing good. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, I got cookies. So yeah, <laughs> I'm doing great. I, I bought her two different kinds of cookies because every time I freaking go to the grocery store for her, She's like, you didn't even get anything I want. But I've noticed if I bring home chocolate or cookies or something like that, she just it just distracts her and she doesn't she doesn't know. I asked her, is there anything I can help you with? Speak She's a little like, bit louder. I was like, is there anything I can help you with? And she was like. Put her, put her cookies on her little walker. She said, I'm going in there. <laughs> she just loves those cookies, bro. Okay, so um, this is the first episode. We're just going to start the, the introduction. Yeah, completely first over. episode, Grandma's Basement. We're going to talk about um, Jesus, our struggles in life, random topics about Jesus and other stuff, stuff that gets to us. I want to make it a really... I don't want to say relatable. I hate when people say, oh, you got to be relatable. But it is relatable. Right. I I even thought about naming the podcast Modern Christian because Mm. it's like you face so many things every day that your parents didn't face, your grandparents didn't face. Oh, and like the parents will always be like, well, I did this when I was this age. I did. I I stayed outside all day. Well, guess what, Timmy? We've got 
pedophiles on every yeah. corner now. <laughs> now everyone's pedophiles. <laughs> Let's talk about where what we want this podcast to be like. What they're listening to. I know that we. I don't think they care. They just want to hear it. What Did was that? Did you just hear that candle shard? Was it the candle? <laughs> it was like a juicy one. What the like heck? A... My candle just like shat itself. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Um, Grandma's basement. Grandma's haunted. basement haunted. So we want to, we want this to be a podcast. And I know we already did the introduction, but I'm just going to go ahead and do it again. Karen, <laughs> that's disgusting. <laughs> Please edit that out. I'm not editing that out. If you're going to crap in my bed, I'm not editing it out. It is what it is. Dude, that was long and cheesy. <laughs> Dude, this pillow is warm. It's on my pillow. <laughs> what the heck? Bro. Have you missed me? Shut up. <laughs> Make sure you land in and talk to the camera. So they was, can hear me. I'm super loud. Okay, that was Kieran that just pooped on my bed. <laughs> we we want this podcast to be like we're two what 21, 22 year olds. Yeah, we've established. We've established this. this. I'm probably gonna have to go back. I feel like I'm talking in circles. You are. Okay, so we basically already did the the introduction. Then, huh? Mm-hmm. Okay. Quit talking. They okay. don't need to know what the podcast is about. Jesus, life. Let's go. All right. So I guess we'll just hop right into the lesson. Okay. I think how we are trying to format this <laughs> podcast, and it's definitely can change. You know, when I say I'm talking to you guys, by you guys, I mean maybe my mom will listen. So you, singular. Hunter told me you wanted to sit in on one of them. I was like, oh. No, we can't be ourselves. <laughs> I can. Yeah, but I can't. I don't know him. He don't ever hang out with me. He don't hang out with nobody. It'd be weird, though. He hates he everyone. Did. He doesn't hate me. I, me and Hunter get along really good, I Yeah, think. we sat on your couch one time where you were... What? We were on the couch watching that movie. You were with Tanner. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> we're not bringing that up. Okay. So, I think how we, we want to format it is... Either Kieran is going to write a, a lesson one week or I'm going to write a lesson one week. We're basically, we're just going to kind of go through it. And as we go through it, we're just going to like talk, talk about it, see how that relates to our life, see how it could relate to another 20-something year old's life. Just see how it goes. And then if we do ever get people who listen to us, then y'all can definitely comment and say like if it's working, if it's not working and what we Tell need to change. Tell me if you hate me. Yeah, <laughs> no, Kieran, that you hate her. I love it. It so, pains me. You gotta keep it in the middle for both of our Don't voices. Tell me how to live my life. So we started this Bible study, and we started uh, with this book. Should I say it? Can I don't I say know. It? Copyright. You just you don't know. I don't know. We anything. Just sue a simple podcast for loving Jesus too much. That's true. I think they would sue. You know, it's like Jesus. Yeah, but that's free advertisement. What would Jesus do? We're here for the bag. <laughs> what bag? <laughs> <laughs> you're like, oh, I got this new. I do, I like that. It's like a. It's made out of like a drug rug. I guess Hunter gave me like a hundred bucks. For what? Three hundred bucks. <laughs> <laughs> Is that so what it's like to be engaged? Trees. They just give you money. He said, "Okay." Anyways. Okay, so what I pulled from that is what does it mean to head in a new direction? So basically, he was a slave trader for decades after he became a Christian. And then he was, um, he started to feel convicted. I, I, I don't know how you don't feel convicted immediately after you become a Christian and you're selling people. But, you know, I, I don't know how that works. But well, decades, like some people just like, like you said earlier, they just like to pick and choose crap, what they believe and stuff, you know? Yeah, that's and, very true. I feel like there's, like, some people, I feel like you can still be a Christian, but not know half the stuff that happens in the Bible. Like, all the That's rules. That's true. Like, you could, like, if I met Jesus, and, like, I heard, like, his word, knew he died for me, and so I had praised Jesus, but if I didn't know, like, the Ten Commandments or all that stuff, I just wouldn't know. Like, you know how some people are just sheltered, they don't know stuff? Mm-hmm. I mean, there's a way you could not know. So maybe, like, he didn't, like, understand how it was wrong, and maybe he started, like, God was, like, working through him, like, knock, knock, knocking on his heart. He was like, oh, man, what am I even doing? Right. Yeah, for sure. And <clears throat> I think from, like, what I read, he was making a lot of money. 
That'll blind a lot and of people. And did I even say, like, what he did? He wrote Amazing Grace. Yeah. Right, but this okay. is the guy. I didn't you even are, say you that. You're all over the place, honey. All over this place. He's the guy that wrote Amazing Grace, um, which you'd think the guy that wrote Amazing Grace would be perfect, right? But then you no. learn that he's actually a slave trader. Um, for decades after he, well, eventually he did uh, become a part of the movement to abolish slavery, abolish the slave trade, all that good stuff. But it was decades later. So what I titled this lesson, like I said, what does it mean to head it in a new direction? So I want to start off. You spent like two minutes talking about how he was a daggum slave trader. Okay. I think that if you want relatable and you want something talky, but also preachy, and it's to be like. Maybe definitely Bible Bible verses in a set lesson, but you can't have like a set lesson. And it's to be like, let me look. I'm not trying to make your lesson bad, by the way. No, I know. Well, I okay. appreciate it. I need. Okay, let's talk about this. All right. So, I don't know. Have you ever seen Percy Jackson and the um that movie? Well, I feel like I can still make this good. I didn't even get into the lesson yet. You okay, didn't I'll let you get into the lesson. Go, go into your lesson. <laughs> okay, I'll go into my lesson, and then, and then if it's not good, we'll, we'll figure something else out. All right. So, what, what does it mean for you to spiritually head in a, a, new, a new direction for you? Are you talking about like what do you mean, like? So, if if you're doing your one thing and you're living one type of lifestyle, and then God calls you to head in a completely new direction. How do you start? How do you even feel like that that conviction? What do you think that, that, that looks like? Well, I think, honestly, I think that a lot of really hearing stuff like that from God, you have to be, like, so fully invested in the Bible and, like, having a good relationship with God. Because, I mean, I think that God talks to us a lot when we're, like, wanting to talk to God. Mm-hmm. But then again, like, in the Bible, he just, like, straight up took some people. Some iffy. I don't know, man. Well, who who was that guy that was that was originally killing the Christians? Who was it? And and God saw No. Saul turned Saul. to Paul. Or Maybe Paul turned into Saul. Maybe it was. Anyways. He was like murdering like tens of thousands of people. Yeah, yeah, Christians. yeah. And and God stopped him on the, the road and was like, you know, you're done. I mean yeah. he Turn in a new direction very yeah. fast. I guess. <clears throat> I think, honestly, I know a lot of people say it's so hard, but I think cold turkeying stuff, mm-hmm. like, dropping it immediately is, like, something you just have to do. Yes. Like, right now, me and my fiancé were struggling with sex before marriage, and then Anna Marie preached really good some stuff last week, and we haven't, like, done anything since, because I've been, like, really convicted about it, and it was on my heart, so, like... I think that for me, cold turkey. For him, I think it's going to be, like, some different work because he's, like, different than me. And it's definitely going to be hard for both of us, but... Yeah. I think starting and then just, like, putting it on God to, like, just being like, hey, take this away from me. Mm-hmm. I... What I have written down here is I think I think heading in a new direction always starts with a conviction. So like like for yeah. you, you and your fiance, you you were convicted. Yeah. And it's not always both. That's what's crazy. So you and Hunter weren't both convicted. Mm-hmm. You were convicted, right? I was. was and I think that so it, it always starts with a conviction. Sometimes a conviction that you didn't even ask for. I have written down that you know if 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 you feel like your life isn't going in in the direction spiritually that it needs to be headed pray pray for uh, a conviction into like how you need to be able to turn that around and then take the next step. So mm-hmm. what do you see as like when after you get that conviction what's what's the next step? Next step um is definitely like going towards it like you can't just be convicted about something and then live with it. Right. And just sit with it. Guess what? Jonah did that. <laughs> right. He, he double dipped in the the wrong direction. <laughs> and the whale said, Whoa. He double dipped. <laughs> oh my gosh. Do you, some of my, my testimony when it comes to me running away from God has mm-hmm. caused me so mm-hmm. much pain problems like things i wish i never had to go through i had it for what two years two years i went through just literally what was like thing after thing after thing after thing because i was running away from god and and i I refused to give in to my convictions my convictions happened to be living a homosexual lifestyle um 
Do you think we should even talk about homosexuality right now? Like, I don't know. You talk, and then you can edit what you don't like. Just go into it. Just pour yourself into it. It's like, what if we lose a lot of people off the bat if we don't give, like, a disclaimer? Here's here's how we think about homosexuality. Um, I think that you're talking about struggling with it. And if people are going to judge you, then they're... I mean, that's my big thing about Christians nowadays. They'll sit there and be like, you can't do this, you can't do that, you can't do this. Okay, well, how are we supposed to treat the people who did it, repented from their sins, they're trying to do better? Mm-hmm. People still shun and be like, oh, you did that. You get well, Guess what, it's... Mary? You had a baby before you were married, and you're shunning everybody else, but you still did a sin, right. too. It's like, you're damned if you do, you're damned if you don't kind yeah. of thing when it comes to that. And I think a lot of Christians don't like... They'll like they'll be quick. Christians are so quick to judge. Okay, it's pause. Ridiculous. Let's go back. Um, so back to what I was saying, and what I was run away from God was my homosexual lifestyle, alcohol, and drugs. Right? The 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 Holy Trinity. Maybe I the, shouldn't say that. <laughs> Maybe the Devil Trinity. Yeah, yeah. The the that's Satan knocking. That's, yeah. Hello. The Devil Trinity. Um, for me. Uh, and we can definitely, we'll get into this, like, in later podcasts, the homosexual lifestyle was, um, not it. That's not what God called me into. So. I hope not. Yeah. <laughs> well, we just want to, I feel like if I talk about it in a way where it's like, we, cause we do, I feel like need to have, cause being, uh, homosexuality is such like a big thing with, I want to approach it in a way where I, I'm not sounding like. If you are a homosexual, you can't listen to this podcast. Yeah. But I also want to make it clear where I stand on it. You just need to be like, need... I tried it. Well, that, that's it... that's why I said God told me. Yeah. Not to live in a homosexual lifestyle. Yeah. Me. And then I feel like in later podcasts, I'll be like, here's what the Bible says about it. Here's the research I did on it. And then go from there. Okay. But I want to make, like, a whole separate podcast so that I can be very clear on, like, where I stand on it and mm-hmm. not lose people. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, God was telling me not to live in this homosexual lifestyle, do the drugs I was doing, the sex I was having with these girls, all of that stuff. And I even ran away to a Christian facility to try and <clears throat> do it, but I just refused to give those things up. And as a result, I caused myself two, two and a half years of absolute torment and pain. Of, of my own doing. Um, so, what were we even talking about before that? I don't know, but my segment goes really into that. Go ahead. Alright, so, I think that's the big thing that I don't... People, you see in, like, movies and reality. Mm-hmm. And you see it, the sin is just so exciting. Right. Like, it makes you, like, people... That's I think that's the really big appeal of movies and TV shows. It's like, oh... See this sin? It's mm-hmm. a, it's so exciting. It's Sex so sells, right? Yeah. Sex sells, and that's literally the devil working at it. But like when you look at all these things, like once you've leave that sin, you realize how much better off you are without it. You right. look at all these actors and stuff; they're either in like high class scandals, they're all like addicted to drugs and opium, and they have to like dip back into them like clinics and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like you see all the aftermath of it, but it's like oh. But they were making that appealing to us, though. Right. They wanted us to join that lifestyle. And it's like, Mm -hmm. what? And, like, personally, looking back through my old experiences, I look at all the stuff I did, and I was like, yeah, at the time, when I was consumed in it, I was having the time of my life. Well, it's, biblically, sin is fun for a season. Yeah. But... The the Bible also talks about so it there's there's seasons. The Bible talks about there's harvest season, planting season, sowing season, reaping season, all that stuff. I might have said something twice. So when you're in the season of fun, no matter what you're doing, here's the thing that I think a lot of people overlook. No matter what you're doing, you are planting seeds. Mm-hmm. Whether it be seeds of destruction or seeds of peace, seeds of hope. You're planting seeds that you do have to then face the consequences of whether mm-hmm. it's right then or later on. So when 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 you're planting those seeds of, of your you're drinking all the time, you're smoking, you're having all this sex, what kind of plants are you, do you then have mm-hmm. to sow? You have to sow them, right? Mm-hmm. And of course God God in his grace, there's sometimes that you don't have to face those those consequences, those earthly mm-hmm. consequences, right? Yeah. Sometimes he does you know, if if you completely repent and, and this and that, sometimes he does take that away, but... Got away with that one. I'm sorry. With what? 
but but I think that people don't understand is like when you start all this heavy drinking at a young age, when you're forty, you develop. Yeah. You develop some bad, nasty stuff. And you know what? When I drink now, like, I, I don't hardly drink at all. If I do, maybe I have, like, a glass of wine here or there. But, like, if if I were to, like, get hammered now, I get, like, so depressed, especially the next day. Like, I get, I dip so low. Mm-hmm. It takes me, like, three days to even recover mentally. That's what, that's what I'm saying. Like, when people talk about, oh, my God, I got so drunk last night. Okay, you got so drunk what? You threw up everywhere? You acted, like like an idiot mm-hmm. you got so blacked out and then bad stuff happened to you you wake up the next morning with a hangover and you feel like crap and you don't want to do anything it's like what's the appeal of that i think that i hate that this. is the appeal of just turning your brain off as somebody that is the whole reason i started drinking in high school i don't know if i got adhd ocd i probably got it all i don't know but for me when i would drink it just turns it off see that's not what it was for me when i drank in high school i was like i thought i was cool I thought right. that was the thing. Right. I got to college and I was just like, oh, I'm just doing this so I can, like, be silly and goofy like everybody. Mm-hmm. I wasn't, like, in that same depressing mind state. I, are you okay? okay. <laughs> I just had to turn it off, man. No, it's like, I think about things, like, constantly. Like, not depressive things. It's just, like, things. Your mind's constantly Right, running. yeah. But when I get drunk, it's just, like, I, it turns off and I'm it thinking about, like, it is what it is. I get drunk and it is what it is, you know? Mm-hmm. But, okay, and that was fun. I mean, me, oh. me and Karen met in high school. We actually started drinking together. Anna, Anna Marie is the one who introduced me to alcohol. Right, and we had... I can say this. I was just say we had some of the funnest times. Oh, but let's talk about where that led us. Where we ended up with all that stuff. Okay. See, be careful with how you say fun, though. Because when you think about it, it was good memories. And I think the good memories was the fact that I was with friends and people I liked. I don't right. think it was with drinking. I remember one night, like, we were all having a good time. But I got out of hand. And me and Anna Marie, like, got in each other's faces. Oh, was that when you threw me into um, a rock wall? And, see, stuff like that. It's like, by I the think, way, Kieran is like a six-five rugby player. Let's, uh, okay, let's keep not that six five. <laughs> five nine, solid, just solid, <laughs> just solid. solid. <laughs> Anyways, when you think about it, I've, in my personal experience, I, as much fun as we did have, I don't look at it to where it was like because we got drunk. Mm-hmm. We had fun. Because really when we drank, it was like one person, two people getting drunk, and the rest was just there. Right, yeah. And I think it was more of like, I was happy that I was around people. And that's what the things I like to look back on in our memories. It's not like, oh, she's drunk. When I think about people getting drunk now, I'm like, yeah, they were drunk. Like, it was kind of stupid. Like, I remember you, you were silly drunk one time, and you punched a wall and almost broke your hand. I did break my hand. See, how, how do you like too. that memory? Personally, I'm not going to lie to you. I do think it's funny. <laughs> I do think it's funny. But I, I definitely get what you're saying. You were in it more for, like, the social experience. I yeah. was in it more for the... Self-relief. Get these, get these voices out of my head. Very different. Mm-hmm. But, you know, so... And, and too, so when you look at that, my experience with alcohol and my come out was way more dramatic than Karen's experience with alcohol and how she came out of it. Mm-hmm. Mine, because I started to rely on alcohol, mine was a lot more dramatic and, like, self-detrimental than yours. Yeah, my I didn't really rely on alcohol, but when I did it, when I drank, it was more like um, I would drink too much and black out too often. Yeah. And it was just like... Your daily blackout. Yeah, it just blackout. wasn't good. I mean, I definitely, like, I didn't need anyone to take care of me. I could always, like, get myself home, but it was to the point where it was, like, I couldn't remember. Like, half the memories I have is people just telling me what I did. And it's, like, something I'm not proud of because it's, like, oh, cool, I was there and I can't remember. What's Mm -hmm. the purpose of that? And it's, like, why did I make myself do that? Like, why is that my memory of that? Right. It's just crap. I got something in my... And another thing to remember, too, is that you just... (coughs) You're only 21. Yeah. It's, like, you're just now legally allowed to drink and you've already got to this point where you're over it yeah that's kind of crazy that honestly i feel like that's when you talk that's to a like lot of everybody people. once you're 21 it's like you have no it's it's this i'm doing this in my oh. life once you're 21 it's like i talked to a lot of people before 21 and said you're like feel 
just goes. And I feel like that's true for everybody. And that's when people start, like, playing with drugs. Right, yeah. It's it's because the, the whole secret, like, ingredient in alcohol when you're underage is, like... The risk. Well, it's like... Is it, what was that? What did that guy said is, like, oh, because the secret ingredient was a crime. <laughs> and now when you take it out, it's not as fun. But, yeah, and... Like spiritually, how did how did you feel like with because you were in college? I I haven't went to a four year university yet. You are in a four year university. Yes. You've been in it all four years, so you were with like, and you were on the rugby team. And those girls drink like sailors. Yeah, they're sailor drinkers, and a lot of them are like spiritually. Gay. Like, let's bring it. Let's bring it up back to like, what kind of stuff? So when when you were sowing your seeds of of drunkenness and partying and this and that. Like, and, you know, you say that you, you mm-hmm. definitely regret it. Like, spiritually, where did that put you? Where did that land okay. you with God emotionally so, and all that stuff? I would say freshman year, I was still pretty sturdy with my religion. Um, I definitely, I would still hang out with these girls and I'd still party with them. But I knew, like, hey, I can't be doing this all the time. And I wouldn't push it to this I wouldn't push it for. I remember, it's really crappy of this one girl. She was the president of the rugby team. And she, I, I like, confessed my religion to all of them because I, I thought it was, like, a, a thing they needed to know. And um, I told her about it, and she was like, all right, well, come to find out, she made a bet with someone on another team. It was like, try to get this girl, try to make out with this girl. Do it. Because You have to do it before she, like. Because you were a Christian? Yeah. She did it because I told her that, like, I was religious, and she was like, She's very against religion. She's like, do it. Like, I bet you you can get this girl to make out with you before. Like, I bet she's going to kiss a girl before. Like, oh, gosh, she said something in the second semester. And, like, it just devastated me when I found that out. Because it's like, why is someone, like, against my own team doing it? And I remember this girl, like, approaching me. And I kept, like, backing away from her. And, like, it was to the point where, like, I got really drunk one night. And one of my friends, like, saw me. I was like, what are you doing? Like, told this girl, like, what are you doing? Like, why are you, like... Like, she, like, saw this girl, like, back me in the corner. And, like, she got her to get away from me. I was like, what the crap? Like, why? Like, it's, like, it's rapey. Like, yeah, it's, like, rapey vibes. <laughs> and it's just, like, stuff like that. It's like, why do people have to, like, do that? And I think... I don't... I got deep into that. But I think as I started drinking, I started losing my religion. Like, mm-hmm. when I got to college, even though... Personally, me, I was still religious. I stopped going to church, stopped reading my Bible. And even though I stood my ground, so when people would ask me if I was a Christian, I'd say, heck yeah. I'd stand my ground, but I wasn't acting like a Christian. And as I got into my sophomore year, it just got bad because I got addicted to marijuana and I was just drinking a lot. And my religion was just out the window in my head. I wasn't doing anything right. It was just a bad time for me. And then I just, it was just not good. And I think that it's honestly like a gateway. I know people say it is, but like, like, it's a bad gateway. And it like draws you away from your Christianity more than a lot of things. And I know a lot of people say like, well, I can do both. I can drink a little bit and do this. I was like, okay, maybe you can. Not everybody can do that, and mm-hmm. honestly, even if you drink, I still don't think it is, because there's a point where, like, even in the Bible, it's like, you can drink, but don't get drunk. It's like... Well, I think, so, whenever, like, that was, like, written, like, in the Bible, and they're talking about, first off, wine was, like, kind of the only... It's wine, like their soda. Yeah, soda. I was about to say that. Wine's, like, their soda. Like, they didn't really have anything else, and, that, and it was also a way to purify the water right and so god there's so many verses that god says you know is preaching out against drunkenness and now you look at it now the only real benefit of drinking is like if if you have what like a glass of red wine at night it's good for your heart or something like that but it's like you know if you're not drinking to get drunk now why are you drinking because you you can't there's there would be no argument ever where like apple juice tastes better than yeah or or beer tastes bad and it's like fat for you like it's calories what's the yeah but back to the original topic it was like i think that when when you get really heavy like into drinking and stuff like that Mm -hmm. and or you know even any even like partying like partying is such like a such an appeal for girls our age 
I was addicted, and I think you could attest to this. I was addicted more to partying than I was to yeah. just flat out getting like. You constantly asked me to go places, but I was I would always be uncomfortable because I didn't know anybody. Right. You asked me to go places, and I'd be like, as much as I want to go, I was like, I don't want to go with you. And you got so mad at me because I didn't want to go to these parties. Because I didn't know people, because I was still uncomfortable. Right. And yeah. I was like, I don't want to drink around people. I, I think that's another part of my convictions, because I was like, I don't want to be around people. Because I knew me, and I knew I'd black out if I started drinking. And I didn't want to be around people I didn't know, black out, and couldn't find my way home. I don't think that's so much that was a conviction. conviction. <laughs> <laughs> I think that was a conviction. That was more of a... I don't think that was God, though. Okay. You know, not God. Well, you know what? Not God. That was more of a um, self thing. People on this podcast, they're going to listen to the first episode and be like, these girls are still a train wreck. They're not, they're not spiritual leaders. You found us. Um, no one said we were. We'll, we'll be better, though. This is just the first episode. We're, we're going to edit a lot of this Yeah, out. we can edit a lot of this out. We Really, this is just a test run of us just kind of talking about stuff. We definitely have to work on adding more sp- Staying on topic. First off, we don't have a script this episode. This is our first episode. We have no script. It's hard for us to, to, to stay on, on the topic, right? Okay. Okay, back to my thing about the sinful life, though. And, like, like honestly, you don't see the consequences when you're living in sin. No, you never and do. It's, it's like Because you're just planting a seed. Yeah, you're, just planting one, <laughs> you're just planting one little seed. And you don't know what kind of tree it's going to grow into. There you go. I did not know that drinking in high school was going to break apart my family. Mm-hmm. And you can, like, I keep saying this, but you can attest to these things I'm saying. Bro- bro- it broke my family. And I mm-hmm. would say it, it drove me into a lifestyle. And I don't think that drinking made me gay at all. Mm-hmm. But it definitely pushed me into acting upon, even, you know, even if, if, if I was still gay, it pushed me into sex mm-hmm. with, with women. Um, it it pushed me into other kinds of drugs. Mm-hmm. It pushed me. It pushed me into a party atmosphere because I was mm-hmm. addicted to to drinking, and it pushed me into so many other things that ended up just like absolutely turning my life upside down for years and years. And and it was just a little seed, and I was having fun planting it in, in high school. I was having the 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 time of my life. We were having so much fun, bro. We were we were living it up, doing whatever. But then you know when that seed started to grow. And and I then I started facing the consequences of then I was like homeless. I I couldn't open up to any girl at that point. Sex just became just some achievement. Achievement. I mean that one summer, bro. No, let's not talk about that summer. <laughs> that one and it's just like girls to me became objects and and it was like I've lost so much of like my own self cuz mm-hmm. I was never like that. I think it's crazy too like how it's like not just your seeds affect you. Mm-hmm. It's like the people's around you seeds affect you. Right. Like seeds that my mother plant affect me now. Seeds right. my family. Like, do I know how this affected me? No. My mother for Christmas, we used to set out cookies and wine for Santa. Cookies. <laughs> yeah. Do I know what seed that affected in my life? No. Right. But it very well could have. Right. Well, when when you know your parents give in to like anger to you know not having patience and things mm-hmm. that affects you long term yeah and and you know what anger is easy anger's mm-hmm. always been the easiest route anger um not having patience those are always the easiest and quickest I, you, you know you probably wouldn't say oh i'm, I'm having fun planting this seed of anger no mm-hmm. but you're taking the easy way i think sin is always going to be the easiest path mm-hmm. it's always going to be the road that most people take um but yeah, like like you were saying, like I don't know how my my mom's anger. Well, I guess I do mm-hmm. kind of. But like it it comes out yeah. in different ways. Like yeah, I said, some, you never some's know. more like to you, while others just not. Like things my mom said to me may not be apparent to me, but the seed my parents both planted when they got divorced, I know exactly how that affected me. I know exactly what I did, and I know exactly what that road went led to. Right. But all these other seeds around me, I don't know. Until, like, I'm in the gutter. <laughs> and I think that's the big thing. Yeah. like, half the seeds I plant, I'm like, like you said, I'm loving planting them. I'm ha- I'm peeing on the grass for it. I was like, grow, baby, grow. <laughs> and then I get there, and I'm, like, five years down the road. I'm like, You're like, why what? Can't, why can't I have any kind of human affection <laughs> without throwing up in my mouth? Why am I like that? Are you okay? Yeah, I'm fine, I'm fine. We, 
new topic of the day is Anna Marie okay <laughs> no but I'm, I'm serious it's like when I look back to some of the like how I used to treat people in high school mm-hmm. oh I was I was the b word I was bad you yeah, can you attest were. to this and I think honestly like even Still though on. I messed up in college no I'm not <laughs> even though I think I messed up a lot in college right. I definitely developed a sense of self and I became a different mm-hmm. person mm-hmm. and I think that seed that I planted in college is going to be like great for me in the future and I think it canceled out that tree like when i went to college and became a better person and a nicer person like because i got a little tight with jesus i think we base me and jesus like dug up my high school b word mm-hmm. tree and mm-hmm. we planted my new tree right yeah me being nice <laughs> it's a change in world events it really is so let's let's try and tie something spiritual into everything that i just that did just i just said. dug up a tree with jesus what else do you want me to no, do I'm just- me and jesus are digging trees <laughs> I'm sorry, that's not good enough for you. It you is. need to dig up a tree with Jesus. <laughs> I will do. <laughs> You're oh, so God. needy. I'm not needy. I'm needy. Oh my gosh, I'm so needy. Yeah, you're needy. Love and attention. I can't even keep a boyfriend because I don't want the attention. Because you don't. I'm the opposite of needy. Because <laughs> I don't want. Nothing. Because I don't want the attention. <sighs> oh, this... I feel like it's pretty good. I think it's good. I think there's a lot of editing stuff, but there's some gold in there. Let's go to what else was I saying? We talked about that. Okay, but back to what I was saying before you rudely interrupted earlier. You ever seen that Percy Jackson movie? Yeah. Wait, what? The 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 first one. Yeah. You know when they're in that casino, mm-hmm. they're just having the time of their lives, mm-hmm. and then they're just like they're, they're eating those flowers. Yep. They're eating. They're consuming the sin. They're living in the sin. Right. And they're just, like, letting it go, letting it go. And then, like, they wake up. And they're like, how long have I been trapped in this? That's how how a, long have I been in this? Analogy. I know. And you tried to cut me off earlier. I didn't. I and just, it's like, you cut me off of my lesson. Anyways. You cut me off. Shut up. <laughs> they, wait, they wake up, basically, and they're like, oh, my God, we've been in here for three days. Use the Lord's name Sorry. in vain. They were like, oh, my goodness. We've literally been in here for three right. days. Yeah. And it's like. When are you going to wake up and realize how long you've been in your cycle of sin? I'm preaching to the phone right now. When are you going to wake up and realize? You have to pray for that conviction. Yeah. You have to sit down and it's a, it's a scary place to be. And you have to say, God, I know that my life isn't honoring to you right now. And I need you to convict me. And I need you to take things. And I need you to help me humbly accept your word and what you're telling me to do and how you're telling me to change. And then you got to do it. You got to switch this around first, though. First off, you got to realize what you're doing is wrong. You're never going to stop sinning until you, well, like, you know, have a stealth thing like, oh, this isn't That's right. not necessarily true. I think it because, is. Because we are imperfect people, right? Yeah. And we are sinful. You are born sinful. Love it. We are. Oh, wait. I have a verse. Wait, wait. Let's read this. I looked it up before we got here. Camera roll. Where's my photos? Oh. Uh... Okay, James 1, 14 through 15. But each person is tempted when he is lured and enticed by his own desires. Then, 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 then desire, then desire when it has conceived gives birth to sin and sin when it is fully grown becomes forth death. You know what? That was not the right verse I thought. I guess, I guess I saw gives birth. I was like, ah, I got it. Wait, why? You know what? I don't know. At least, I was doing the Bible study the other day, and I was teaching out of a book of the Bible that wasn't even in the Bible. That's good. What? Was it the Book of Mormon? It, no, it was, it was some version on, on the U version, for on the common English version. There's, like, books in the Bible that aren't really in the Bible. They're part of, like, some scrolls or something, and, and they had them. Bro, if you don't stop farting on my bed, <laughs> stop. You're going to put your head here tonight. I'm like, <laughs> oh, sorry. It's going. Keep talking about your Percy Jackson, but you got to put it down, and they're not going to hear both Oh, I was going to say, like... How they were, like, in it. Right. Well, and, 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 and you were saying, like, you, you got to wake up and realize. I think yeah. I think what most people do is you wake up to a life that you're not happy in. I and think, they become depressed. Oh, my God. Right. I think, goodness. Oh I think goodness. depression and, like, anxiety and stuff. It was my wake-up call. Because I would have never, if, if I was still living that life happy, why would I sit there and be like, wow, 
I need to change. I am not doing the right thing. No, I got sad and I got depressed and I started seeing that. Then, then I started to look up. Then I started to see everything I was doing Going was not back right. Your drug days, your drug days were bad. My drug days. Your marijuana days. Should we make that a whole another episode? I guess we, we can. should do an episode where we just share our testimonies. Okay. Well, my testimonies are rugged. <laughs> Rugby? <laughs> no. <laughs> anyway, what would you just say? I was saying like I don't think I think that God. Okay. Here's something that I've learned is that there's there's a few universal languages. Universal that transcends both heaven and earth. And one of those languages is the language of pain. Because everybody can understand pain, right? Everybody went through pain. Everybody's went through pain. Everybody experiences pain. Everybody understands that pain is pretty much a part of life, right? And sometimes I think that God uses pain so that it, it, it interrupts that moment of pleasure to, to try and save you. Does that mm-hmm. make sense? So, like, yeah. in, in all my days of sleeping around this and that, well, I was empty. Mm-hmm. I, I was I was living in pain like I I hadn't like I was full of anxiety depression like I just felt alone honestly and empty and that's that's the only reason why I turned to God see it wasn't me I I didn't wake up one day and be like you know what Jesus yeah no I was a lot of people a lot people never bring God their best people bring God their worst because you're supposed to yeah like, but but that's it. that's that's what I'm saying yeah yeah. You tend to only come to God whenever you're really, really lacking. Rock Especially like for like new Christians or, or Christians that feel away in that they're coming back. Mm-hmm. My preacher goes, he hates, he doesn't believe in rededication. Like he believes that you can like stop your sinful ways and get back on the track. But the people who like get rebaptized, he does not believe it. He like once you've been saved, you've been saved. Mm-hmm. You just have to like repent right, and yeah. change your ways. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I kind of agree with that. Like you can't just like. Rebaptize and that's supposed to mean something. I remember, I remember vividly two people that went to my church and got rebaptized, and their lives literally, they don't do any. Right. Like, they don't. I think that as much as like the gesture's cool, mm-hmm. and I get what you're trying to do, but I think it's like you just have to like face God and be like, "Hey, let me let me do better. Let me be better. Help me be better." Right. Yeah. Um. Yeah. What else do you want to talk about? I think that's hot water. Yeah, I mean, that's 55 minutes. I'm, I know, I'm probably gonna, crap. Yeah, but I'll probably edit it to just like a 30-minute episode this time. Okay. Or Maybe we can add a little bit. Let's talk about a little bit more. Let's, um... Well, for, for our introductory episode, we got our introduction out of the way. We got just some random banter. Um, I think maybe what... A lot of it was crap, and I think it's because we need to actually not write a script, but we need... Here's what we need. We need a title and bullet points and verses, and then we'll mm-hmm. talk about it. Title, book, and how... I got a verse we can talk about that relays in the sin. You just got to edit it around. Uh, ooh, let me let me look at the verse and then like see if I can come up with something cool, cool to say. What are you doing tomorrow? You going back up to app? Going to church. I am at night, even though Hunter doesn't want me to. Well, tomorrow, June... Not tomorrow. Next week... Mm-hmm. We'll, I'll call you at some point and we'll do a bulletin thing and I'll just come up and we'll record another one next week. Okay. Of, of uh, something with actual substance. Okay. Biblical substance. All right. Genesis 3, 6. Mm-hmm. So when the woman saw that the tree was good for food and that it was a delight to the eyes and that the tree was to be desired to make one wise, she took it, fruit, and ate it. She also gave some to her husband, who was with her, and he ate. I don't want to tell you how long it took me to realize that you're talking about Adam and Eve. Really? I was like, what, <laughs> what okay, verse girl. is this? Okay, so I think getting this kind of like a little bit out of subtext, mm-hmm. I think this is... Context? Context. I think this verse is really good to look at to mm-hmm. just be like, sin is so desirable in your life. Well, yeah. Uh, just let me talk. Sorry. Sin is so desirable... Even though those boundaries were set up from God saying, hey, don't eat this fruit. Have anything you want, not this fruit. But sin took over their life so much, she didn't just eat the apple. She was like, come eat this apple. Mm-hmm. Babe, come come get this. And it's just like, when you sin, you have to realize that it's affecting everybody else. And you can't be that person to be like, hey, come eat this apple. Because when you look at it, think about it. Whose life could I have ruined because I, I brought them into this my sin? 
Right. I, I took my sin and I made them a part of it. Mm-hmm. I could have full on changed someone's life because of that. Mm-hmm. And it's like, what do I do now? Mm-hmm. And I think that's the big thing we got to realize about sin is like, we got to, <laughs> you got to stop. Like, I don't know. I think the big, I don't know where I was going with that, but I think that's like a big <laughs> point. Like, yeah, don't bring other people into your sinful ways because you can very well ruin their life. Because right. as much as you can be a religious person, Sin a little bit, repent, and get back from your ways. Not everybody's like that. Yeah. Some people who don't know Jesus like you do, mm-hmm. they're going to get that sin in their life, and it's going to take background. control. Right, yeah. Devil's going to take reins of their lives, and they're he's going to steer it mm-hmm. all the way to hell. Yeah. So here's, here's what I'm thinking. That was good. I enjoyed that. With the podcast. We are mess. We can both agree. This whole thing was like here, here, and here, and here. I liked it. It was good, though. It was a lot better than you reading. <laughs> okay, thank you. <laughs> you can listen to yourself reading and be like... Okay, well, I'll edit it out. So, here's what let's do. One, two, three, Jesus! A meaty, girthy horse. A meaty, girthy horse? You know how much meat's on a horse? Not a lot. It's mostly muscle. That's why their meat doesn't taste good. It's not fatty. Okay. Alright, so we'll end it here. I'll Why do you know what horse meat tastes like? I've just heard. Oh, yeah, yeah, I've read the book. <laughs> Local horse venue. Shut up. So I'm gonna, it's like illegal to eat a horse, isn't it? No. No. Okay. But I, I've still heard it doesn't taste good because it's not fatty. So we're going to end it here. How, how, how should we sign off? Uh, pray, duh. Okay. What would Jesus do? Not be stupid. <laughs> Go ahead. Pray us out then. Take your Big hat nasty. off, you heathen. You have a hat on too. But <laughs> it's stuffed dog. <laughs> Big nasty. Let's go. No, we're not. Okay, my name is Kieran. I'd like to be called Kieran forever. <laughs> so no more Big Nasty? No, stop that. Big Tasty? Dear, no, they call me Tasty. You watch Orange is New Black? No, well, I did actually. <laughs> you know that. But I haven't seen it a long time because I think it got stupid. It did edit this part out. We be, that's a big topic. Why do we watch sinful things? Okay, topic. Okay, go ahead. Pray that. Dear Lord, thank you for this day. Be with all that needs, Lord. Let's be real. We need your guidance. Everybody needs your guidance. Especially on this podcast. This podcast is hurting. <laughs> Please be... I always... <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm sorry, God. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Everybody needs a little bit of light and guidance. No matter how deep of sin they are, whether they're living their best Christian life, please shine your beautiful light and guide us to where you want us to be. I could be full on sending it to the path I want to be, but if you got something else, please, please take me on the path you want it. I'd rather be doing what you want to do. That's the way it's going to be. And I want to please do that with everybody else too. Literally take us, stop us what we're doing and make us see the path you want us to be on. Let us go to the holy place with you. I'm just, I just want to give Jesus a hug. Do you ever just want to hug Jesus? Yeah, sometimes you just gotta. Sometimes like I think about it and when I want to go to heaven, I straight up, I don't even talk yet. I just want to give him a hug. I think that's what it sounds like you'll do. Like, you'll just be so, like, in awe of it. Good. I want a hug. I'm Good. sorry. Jesus. Oh, okay. I didn't know we were still going. I, I didn't say amen, ma'am. Oh, okay. Sorry, you got to edit some of this. But <laughs> honestly, thank you for dying on the cross for our sins. Thank you for being there for me, even though I've turned my back on you. And just thank you for never giving up on either of us, even at our lowest, even at our highest. You were still there holding our hands and walking us through it. And just watch over everybody who's listening, everyone who's not listening. Everyone in the world needs guidance right now. Whether they full-on hate you, we know you still care for them. We know you still love them. Just be with them and help those people who were lost find you, come in contact with you, meet somebody who wants to talk to them, get to know them, and show them you. Just be with everybody. Um... And answer all the unanswered prayer or all the untalked prayer requests. Be with my life, Anna Marie's life, everyone. Amen. Amen. So, I guess this is our first episode. Give us 
Give us some time to get better. Actual we'll get trash. better. We'll get better. I know that we will. I don't think so. Okay. <laughs> so this is just garbage. <laughs> <laughs> give it. Give us some time. Give us another listen. At least. At least listen to next week's. You can edit it to make it sound more yeah, better. Yeah, I'm than gonna it try. Is. I'm not that great at editing. I'm kind of good. I'm gonna be Marie and I'll edit it. I will edit it. Why are you telling me it's bad now? I'm already in. You are. I've already committed it. Now you want to tell me you suck at your job? You had one job. I'm sorry. Tell them to listen to next week. Listen, I know you have nothing better to do in your life. You literally have 24 hours a day. Probably sleep for a solid eight. Don't insult them. No one's gonna come back. Okay, I'm sorry. 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 Straight up. We're gonna delete this. Okay, listen here. Listen here, folks. You got 24 hours a day. You're gonna sleep for a solid eight of them. Okay. What else are you going to do for the rest of your life? You work. You're not going to work that long. You got how many? You got more than Let's 12 hours. Let's do it in the car. Shh. It's a podcast. You ain't got to watch it. Yeah. You're driving to work. Hmm. Listen. Listen to grandma's basement. Listen to your grandma's basement. You're on your way to funeral? Listen. Maybe not. I can't think of anything else. You're outside doing yoga for some reason? Listen to the podcast. You're doing chores? Listen to this podcast. You're in the shower? Podcast. You're trying to go to sleep? Podcast. You're feeling convicted? Podcast. Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> that was the best thing that we've done so far on this. Listen, right. there's no reason why you should want to listen to us. But if you want a little bit of guidance, listen to two people who have messed up and gotten better. And we're going to mess up on this podcast too. And we're going to get better so we can actually give you some solid spiritual advice because we've been through it. Yeah. And it's like, we don't want you guys to sit there and think that we're the best people because I'm absolutely garbage. I don't garbage. feel like anyone's going to gonna think that. Yeah. I want you to think yeah, like, no. I'm going to tell you when I sin and I'm going to tell you when I mess up and I'm going to share it with you. So I want you to feel like you you are just one of us. And I want this to be relatable, but also to be like... We go back to God. We want to be an example. Like yeah, we you can mess up and go back to God. God. We always repent. want to point you towards God. This is a repent session. Repent and turn away from sin quickly, 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 quickly. What was that? All right, guys. This is the end of the podcast. Thanks one, for listening. Two, three. three. Bye. Oh, okay. Okay. Ready? One, two, three.